Sports Exchange, episode number 88. And we have an action-packed episode for you guys. Only one episode this week. We're going to be covering everything. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Finally. The Islanders survive. (laughs) If the Cavs win today, it'll be a great two days for me. The Knicks are one win away. The Mm. Rangers... Are now tied at two. And hot water, a little hot water now. So is home ice advantage just not a thing? Is that just not a thing anymore? What's not a thing? Home ice advantage. They just get that out the window. Are you both just going to only win on the road? I guess. I mean, if we if all the teams win on the road, that works in the Rangers' favor. Yeah, I was just saying in that case. Good luck <laughs> in Game Seven. <laughs> it works in the Rangers' favor. Yankees get a nice bounce back win. Mets five nothing. Yeesh. Yeesh. Kind of bad. Kind of bad. Let's Screw my part away, Tim. We're gonna get started with your Islanders, just just to be not just to be nice. You know, we'll talk about the Knicks and the Cavs later, but right well, now, <laughs> let, let's talk. Let's talk about the Islanders. The Islanders survive a survive Game Five. They beat the Hurricanes three to two. Wasn't the best game from either team. It honestly wasn't a great game, but <laughs> it wasn't the greatest. But they, they got, got the a shot. They, they got it done. A win's a win. They'll take anything they can. Thank you, Sebastian Ajo, for just eating one off the mouth so Brock Nelson can bat it out of the air. And, you know, you'll take any bounce you can get. It's playoff hockey. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, going, you know, you look back to the start of the series, it's it's just been so tight. Neutral zone has been incredibly jam-packed. It's been hard to move the puck with first, fluidity. First period unders. Always. And Always. you look back at the first game, 2-1, Isles lose. They lose 4-3 in overtime. And then it starts to blow up a little bit. When these games start to open up a little wide, they win 5-1, they lose 5-2. But it's it's coming back to what we, we know it's going to be. It's going to be a tight-fought hockey game. you got to take advantage of any opportunity you have. And that's what the Isles did. They won 3-2. They had minimal chances. And minimal is like they were yeah. – they had a couple good – they had a couple good spurts in the period, some good zone pressure sometimes. But – Let's be honest. They were out possessed. They got outshot. Uh, I I don't know if they get out hit. I mean, they 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 were worse in the face off dot. Uh, no, they did out hit. But the the key to what the Islanders got to do to win hockey games is block these shots. You're going to allow 38 shots a game, but if you can block 22, I mean, come on, it's it's, it's block shots will win hockey. At but they they survive. They go back home. Let's see if they can figure it out because I'm just as nervous as any other Islander fan because that wasn't great. Let's be honest. It didn't yeah, look great. That was not the best hockey game to watch. I'll, <laughs> I'll admit that. It was high scoring towards the end, but it was not the nicest game to watch. Tim. They stay yeah. alive. They stay alive. They stay alive. That's all that matters. They stay alive. 3-2. They go, they, they go back to Long Island. Yeah. They stay alive. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. On the other hand... I'm getting nervous, Tim. I'm getting nervous. I would I'm not, be too. I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting. Nervous. <laughs> Jack Hughes gonna tear you guys apart? Is I, that what's gonna I be? Think, because he know. got the he got the he got that breakaway goal, he and got, that was he, gross. He got that breakaway. He got that disgusting breakaway goal that we've been waiting for. That that we've just been waiting for. This Akira Schmid looks like dude. The next oh my Brodor. No, you know who he is. He's what's his face from last year. He's, uh, He's Deming. Deming, yeah. Yeah, He's who's now in the Rangers organization, by the way. Classic, you know, if you he's, can't, he's you can't beat him, yeah, join him. him. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's Louis Domingue minus the uh, spicy pork and broccoli. Um, just a, I don't want to, because game three they played well, 
the Rangers. They played very well. It's just that they couldn't score on the power play. Game four was just a shit show. Like, there's no other way to put it. <laughs> there's no other way to put it. Every time they went on the power play, you just you just knew it just it those first two games when they went on the power play and maybe for some of game three too when the rangers went on the power play you were like okay like here's we have a very likely chance of scoring here halfway through game three and game four they couldn't do anything like they it was a complete full 180 from what happened in games one and two uh and you know what? Power play is a huge factor because you could take the Islanders series, for example, and you look at what's going on there. Isles are one for, I want to say, 13 now in the power play in this series against Carolina. Uh, in their last 33 power play attempts against Carolina, they are two for 33. So you're looking at special teams as a huge factor in all series. I mean, you go you go down the line. The Oilers score in the power play. They're a successful team. Uh, Minnesota does all the all these hype you know offense teams they put pucks in the back of that. Um, Rangers just got to start capitalizing. Uh, I, I haven't loved Patty Kane of recent. If I'm going to be honest with you, I think he's a little slow to make decisions, uh, especially in that last well, game. I, I was couple- speaking. Well, here's the thing. I did uh, per so uh, the low HUD reporter for the Rangers, Vince Bercogliano. He so the change change not necessarily changes regards to people on the power play it has changed in regards to where everyone is because i felt like the bumper just kind of just changed everything on on that i felt right. like I, I feel like they're a team that doesn't really use a guy in the bumper position i know everyone's exactly. like kind of does so, but they're a more throw across ice get a tip you know one timer type of team yeah. not a bumper kind of so team so here's the change. So they didn't really make changes to the second power play, the first power play unit. So it's going to be Zabanage out in the left circle with Kane down on the goal, uh, down on the goal line to the right of the net. Fox at the point, Kreider at the front of the net, and Panarin at the right on the right circle. No one's at the bumper, so it looks like that Patrick Kane has the freedom to just kind of drift around, which I I think that's good. I'm, I like no it. You know, I like it. From right. Like, no, I I understand. They like it. Yeah, I like it's more of a like a free skill kind of bait. Like you know, like he's got a lot of skill. Let him do his own thing. Uh, for me, you know, as as an Islander fan, if they let Barzal do that, uh, it would not work in this series. Just for how smothering Carolina's defense is. But the way you know, when I look at what you know, the Rangers are doing and what they're going against in the Devils, is it me or they feel a little passive in the power play? Like they're trying to get you guys to shoot the puck. Is that what it, I'm? Yeah, they're they're. That's what like, they need to do, though. They need to put the puck on the net because they're not. Though they're not. They're, they're trying to make that the extra they're play. They're trying to make that like extra play. There's like a meme within Rangers Twitter, and it's like you know those like practice modes in Shell, where like yeah. and there's like no defense, and you just have like the power play, and then they just keep, literally they just no. That's on, literally like, what pass, it is. That's what yeah exactly. The they're not they trying to. Up. They got to shoot the puck. They got and you know what and you know why they're and so like Chris Kreider so successful. So many rebounds, rebounds. There were He's so not so many opportunities for right. to get a rebound, and they couldn't. The Devils are quick to pucks. They're gonna they're gonna be just as quick as the Rangers. You know they're young, they're fast. Um, but he especially blocker side. I mean, I've I've seen him put it up in the air and it goes straight up, and he has nowhere where like no idea where yeah. it is. So it's secondary chances, and it's get the puck to Chris Kreider in front of the net. What do we do? every yeah. time? They work an opportunity towards him. Why get away from it? He had 50 last year. 
Yeah. You know, why, why get away from had, that? He's had five goals this uh Yeah, this don't get back to it. Like, come on. Like, let's all be – like, come on now. But I will give credit where credit's due, though. The one, like, really – the one line that's really been doing well for the Rangers has – then the kid line, <laughs> like, like it has. They just don't have any finish. That's the problem. The they, get the, like, they get the puck. I mean, I've seen Capo have a couple chances. He just can't put the puck in the back of the net. Lafreniere kind of just like threw one up there, and it almost went in. And like, it wasn't the best shot, but at the time, it was our really our best scoring chance, one of our best it, scoring chances in, in Game Four. But Rangers got to get the first goal. They got to get the first goal. They have to get the first goal. <laughs> And or else it's wash. It's just that's it. They lose. Oh, God, I, I'm scared. Like here, like when we lost in Game Three, I was basically kind of like, there was no way we were going to sweep this team. Like right, but you were like, we're going to go three one. I wasn't necessarily thinking that either because like the Devils aren't a team that that just sit there and just die. Like they no, I understand that time and time again that they are a great team on the road. They are phenomenal when 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 they're trying to make a comeback. They're they have one of like the best records in the league. They have the most one of the most overtime wins in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Uh probably. I mean, I I could be wrong. I, I felt like it. every time I, I got think... like a Devils notification during the regular season. Yeah, just, well, like, I, it, it is overtime. Li- right. It is a little different though because just with the way it is, the three on three open space. Yeah, that, that's um, true too. I just like. It's it's the touch of these young kids. They're ferocious. They're on the puck, and it's it would worry me as a Ranger fan because of what I've seen the last two games is they just look they just slow look. and not lazy, but a little out of it. I feel like they're not you know pressures on yeah. the puck. They're getting beat. You know, losing wall battles. It's 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 the little things and the details add up in playoffs because you know any guy can step in and fill a role. All you need you know a role in the playoffs is you know have a good hit, be a hitting line. You don't need always need to, be, always need to put the puck in the back of the net, and. I'm finding it hard for me when I look in the one, two, three, like these, you know, three Ranger lines. Like kid line's been great, you know. Yeah, and you look at the fourth line's line, been good. Even first like, and second line, even like first and second line can't line, figure the it fourth, out. But yeah, the, f- the first and second line they can't figure it out. But the fourth line, it seemed. I mean, they're not really meant to score the fourth line. I mean, Gaudreau, Mott, and VC. Maybe VC can put a few on the net. No, I know, and and then that's not their job, but. Like when Panarin has what two assists this or one assist this series or yeah. work one goal and you got Zibanejad with two assists, it's playoff time. Your big dogs yeah. got to show up. I know Bo Horvat for the Isles has been a little timid. He has one goal, I think. Um, but a guy like you know Barzal who comes back in from injury steps in and he's he's got like what four three four points two goals. Um, it's it's stuff like that. You you know you need your big guys to show up. They need to start putting points on the board. Brock Nelson stepped up for the Isles. Yeah. Uh, last night, and it's just that's what it is, and it's it's it, that's really what it is. If Panarin and Zibanejad don't wake up in in this game, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really don't know if they don't wake up Friday. It's like or Thursday. Sorry, I don't know. I, I do they win this? Do they come back if they go down three two? That's my question to you. I don't know. I think whoever wins this game, I think it's gonna set the tone for the next for the next game or two, depending on what happens. But I it's think hard. It's hard to say. Hard but I feel like tell. whoever whoever it's, comes out on top, if the Rangers lose three straight, it's really hard for me to see them come back. I'm just, I agree. and that's which it's not a say, yeah, but... it's not a knock or anything. Like, but honestly, you know, I take that back. It is a knock. They've been poor. They're big guys. They're guys. They're paying a lot. Have been poor, and and it is what it is. Justerkin's been great. You can't blame the goaltending. He said he's had what like a nine five. Yeah, 
which is scaring me because it reminds me of somebody else. Well, <laughs> it's, 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 well it's it's a little it's, early. <laughs> it's remind it's reminding me of somebody else. But he's been Not, phenomenal. It's it's just the big guys got to get going, and and that's that. I know Chris Kreider's been great for them, but and to think and just a little to, to have like a positive spin to it. I think this Rangers team thrives when they hit adverse when adversity hits them. I, I truly think they do. If you think about it, down three one against Pittsburgh. That's that's like and they came back. No, no, the, yeah, the Panarin overtime winner. They went to seven against Carol. They were down two zero against Carolina last year. Were able to win in seven. The only problem is you can't make a long run if you're winning all of these series in seven. In games. seven, yeah. It and you look. You could go back to the the COVID, the bubble aisles. Yeah. You know they got to travel after you. You're all in seven game series. These teams have rest, and I know. You know, there's a saying like you don't want to win in a sweep and then play a team that just went seven games because you're a little stale. But when you get to a third, fourth series and you've played 14 games, you know, like yeah, they played like what was it like 14 games in 28 yeah, days or something? Exactly, like that. Yeah. and it's it's so tolling on your body, and then that's what helps when it helps when you have a deep team like that. You know, when your team is so, you know deep like the Rangers were last year and, and so successful, you could just plug in guys. But you break it down now, it's it, if they're going to keep taking all these series to seven. No yeah, shot in the world no they shot. they beat Boston or they beat the Maple they, Leafs or they beat they you know it's to, like if they have to win it if they have to win the series and like I'm fine with the seven game series but next series got to be a lot next cleaner. next series got to be a lot cleaner a lot cleaner <laughs> like it's got to go to six max even if it is, yeah and if it goes to six it's got to be six like we've been dominating they've been getting bounces like stuff yeah. like that I I don't that's that's all I got on the Rangers. Because Fox has been good. Fox has been great. Six assists. Fox has been great. He's been great. But it's it's like, what are you gonna? You know, what are you gonna do? Everyone's got to show up. Yeah, it's team effort. Team effort. Team effort. (sighs) Uh, Other news in hockey. We can go break down all these series real quick. The Leafs are back. The what did I tell you? What did I tell you? (laughs) I'm so. I I I tell you. I said that it was the Leafs' time. It didn't look. It, time, it looked bleak. It looked bleak. What a series! It looked bleak. Come on, it looked. It, they were down four one. It looked bleak. It did look bleak. But the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh my God! Yeah, we could go back. So Toronto. I, I mean, it's just right, it's, for, the, for, the, for the casual hockey fans. For the casual Tampa Bay goes up four one. Like I don't even. I don't know how to describe this in like any other sport. They go. It's up like if one after two periods. And the Maple Leafs ended up scoring three in the third period and ended up winning in overtime. It's like being up twenty five going into the fourth. <laughs> yeah, yes, this this is up there with the Clippers coming back against the Warriors back in two thousand nineteen when the Clippers yeah. had like those like Lou Williams Montrez Harrell teams. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's something it's something stupid like that because if you're up four one and it should never you should it should never happen it just should never happen it's something that should it's like being up three touchdowns realistically in a football game and going into like the fourth I, I don't know like going into the second half and you're down like four touchdowns like i don't i don't know how else to describe it like halfway through the third i don't know but it's it's not something that should happen um is this it for tampa that's my question for you do you think they you think they win another game <sighs> it goes back to toronto correct it does he, we always say, never count out the lightning. Like, 
Never count yeah, them out. Three ones tough. Three they ones, look beat up. Three ones tough, especially in in this sport. And Braden Point's been getting. You got that shoulder hit. You know that hit. Yeah. Tanner Janot. I don't know if the way he's coming back. I think the Maple Leafs got this. I think they got this in the bag. I think they get it in six. I, won't, I think they get it in six too. But I think they do it on Tampa's ice. But I think I think they're just not. You know, Tampa's a veteran I, team. They've the riots before. outside of Toronto will be up there with the Nick with the Knicks riots. Oh, it would be it would be worse <laughs> if they blew this. Oh, it would be wor- oh yeah, like, it would be worse. <laughs> it would be sure as hell. But the celebration riots. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mind you, this team has not won a series since two thousand four. Two thousand four. Yeah. So I was. We were one. <laughs> the iPhone. The iPhone uh, I was two. But the i. No, I was one. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the iPhone was not in existence. Yeah, then there was nothing in existence. Um, I yeah, uh, I think you're right. I think Maple Leafs get it done finally this year. It sucks to say that because I hate them, but yeah, uh, I, I don't see a world where Tampa comes back. Uh, Vegas Golden yeah. Knights. Shifley's out tonight. Is he out? Or is that like or official? They... I heard he was day to day. Well, they, I heard he was. Uh, well, no, they played. A, I'm sorry, uh, they play Thursday. Uh, I hear. I'm hearing he's out on Thursday. It's official. He's out. Wow. So, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, you're down three one. Vegas is stomping it's, on them. Oh, uh, I bet on the, the I bet on the Jets too on Saturday. I told you and Vegas was going to take care of business. I, they were down four one, and I was like ready for it. I was so excited. They tied. They were down four one, tied it with like 13 seconds left. Went to double overtime, and they lost. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, tough scene. Tough scene, um, but, um, you know, with Shifley out, I don't think that. I don't think they get it. I don't think so either. I also think Vegas is just a better team. Um, you know, when I look through and through, they're getting point production from everyone. Brett Howden at two in the last game. Jack uh, Eichel is just having – this is what yeah. we waited for. Jack yeah, I know. Shea, Ivan Barbashev has been good. Shea Theodore has had a couple assists. Chandler Stevenson, Marcheseau Carlson, all their guys are producing. Um, Vegas team's deep, man. If they could keep this up, I – could definitely see them going to the Stanley Cup final. Still the one Don't thing that worries, still the one thing that worries me is goaltending. Yeah, it, it does a little bit too, but it's for me, but I just think they're so deep that it's hard to, you know, to count them out. Um speaking of a team that we thought was going to be in a good spot, are the Avs like what is going on? McCarr's got a game suspension. Well, well, for those who don't know, Kale McCarr, the uh, reigning uh, Norris Trophy winner and I believe he won the Conn Smythe if I'm not mistaken. Probably. <laughs> he probably won the Conn Smythe. Um, is suspended after the hit on Jared McCann, who I said was going to be the uh, breakout star for for Seattle this playoff. Clearly not. He got killed. <laughs> he was, yeah, he got killed. Um, I believe he did yeah. win. Yeah, he won the Conn Smythe. He won the Norris, yeah. the Conn Smythe. Yeah, he won the Norris and the Conn Smythe. Yeah, well, regardless, uh, it was a dirty hit, late hit after the play. He was definitely not paying attention whatsoever. Um, just for eight... You can't even claim you're finishing a check. It was late. It was un- It was uncalled for. The fact um, that they moved it to a minor, too, when they originally yeah, called it a major I don't know. penalty, and he's still getting suspended, just it's shows just a, you where we're at how at the officiating is. Yeah, how poor the officiating is. Let's be honest. That's ridiculous. But, no, I mean, he's suspended a game that's huge because this team is already depleted. Uh, our Terry Leckett in um, our prayers go out to him. He's in the... I'm sorry, he's in the Players Associate, whatever it is, the uh, NHLPA, like, help program, I believe now. What is that? Oh. Or no, sorry, Val, Valtteri Nachushkin, I think it was. Or was it Lekin or Nachushkin? I don't want to mess this up because this is, is, like, important this information. About? Oh, really? 
Uh, it was like an alcohol abuse thing. Uh, the paramedics had to come get him in his uh, hotel room. In Seattle? Oh, yep. I think it's the Shushkin. Yeah. It's yep. the Shushkin? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're down, and it's not, you know, prayers are to him, hope he gets his help, but you're down a top guy. Uh, now you're down another top guy. It just feels like the chips aren't falling in line for them this year. They get, yeah. they, they're they get continuously getting outshot. They just don't look, it, like the te- they don't look like the team. They don't look like the team they were last year. It, yeah, it, yeah, they're, it, they're not healthy. Yeah, they're not healthy, and they don't have a You know, Landis Cog's really, out. They don't really have the guy to replace that role that Nazem Kadri played last year. They, and it was supposed to be Nachushkin. Yeah, it was supposed and, to be Nachushkin, and now he's in rehab. He's been, yeah, he's been playing it well in the power play. Uh, he's a good goal scorer, but... It, for me, the guy that has played lights out for the Avs all year long has been Miko Rantanen, and he's proven yeah. that again in the playoffs. He has five goals. Is this, is, regardless of this, is he a top ten player in the NHL? Like now that we're really, like you're looking at it, like can you even make an argument for him for being top maybe top five? Because I mean, it's ridiculous what this guy do, is is done. <laughs> um. I mean, I don't really know. I, it's a tough, yeah, it's a, no, it's a tough question. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a tough question to be put on the spot, especially when hockey isn't really like my... I know, <laughs> I know. I think there's an argument for it for all hockey fans out there. Let us know. But he is an absolute trooper. Uh, he has been a dog all year long, and he's showing up in the playoffs. I would like to see them move on, to be honest with you. I think it's gonna be, it would be more interesting to see, like, uh, yeah, it, for me, it would just be more interesting to see the Abs move on than Seattle. I just think they're a more fun team to watch. Um no knock to Seattle. I just I question their goaltending. I question if they if they play a team like Vegas, will they be able to do what they're used to doing? Um, so I'd love much love to see the Avs move on, but I think Seattle might do this. <laughs> yeah, I th- honestly, I was just about to ask you: Is there like even like a chance? And it's, I think they do it. There's there's a lot of hope. There I'm like really after Everly scored that. I'm like Jesus. Uh, and then Florida Panthers, Boston, Boston gets it done tonight. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't. I don't even think. I think this is it tonight. Stars yeah. get a dominating win over Minnesota. I mean, yeah, for yeah. nothing. That was uh. That if Kirill Kaprizov doesn't show up, then that's it. Then if he doesn't have a point in the next game, I would wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, and then possibly the most entertaining series out of all the, all the, all all of these series in the in the NHL playoffs. We said it was gonna be. It was gonna be Edmonton and uh, L.A. How Six good is Leandre Seidel? He is pretty fucking good. They are, oh my god! And and though Biz said this, the winner of this series is going to the Stanley Cup final. It's hard for me, like not to, after watching this. These two it's teams hard. are. It's hard for me two, to disagree with that. <laughs> like these two teams, they play such a style of hockey in the West Coast that suits them perfectly. Like you know, Edmonton's very high flying, high powered offense, and and the Kings play a great two way game. Um, but no other matchup in the Western Conference that I really see, other than maybe if Vegas can goaltending can hold up. Holds a candle to these two teams, honestly, from what I've seen. Yeah, and it might just be because they're playing each other, but I don't know. It's going to be tough for me. If the Kings make the cup again, are you joking? I don't know. Kings make the cup again. Rangers make the cup. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Anyway, NHL hockey, playoff hockey is literally in full swing. Uh, two big games tonight, Florida, uh, Boston, dude, actually, well, Seattle. So here's what, So there's two games today. Uh, Florida and Boston, and then uh, Seattle and Colorado. So, out of these two games, what's your best bet, champ? I don't know why really, I like, you champ. <laughs> yeah, call me champ. Bruins money line. Just put the house on it. Put the mortgage on it. It's <laughs> it's over. 
but the spread. Sure. Yeah. I would take everything. Almost money. Even money. Take it. <laughs> and then the C- I'll, I'll touch the Seattle game. Um, something tells me that the under the under might be the move here. But honestly, like I, dude, I wouldn't even touch this game. I have no idea. I and 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 you know, yeah, I you know, thing. I usually have a pick. No, you know, I usually have a pick for hockey. Stan, I ha- literally, this is the most like I have yeah. no clue. You could say Kale McCarr's out, but then like Nathan McKinnon and Amika Ranton get both of hat tricks. Like I have no yeah, idea what's gonna happen. Like, like I want to find like a prop or something, like maybe a, something like that. Let's go for Jerry Spurs around to score. Perfect. Yeah, that, that's that's real. That's really all I got. Yeah. Yeah, I, right. I don't got anything else. <laughs> We're in full swing with hockey. Speaking of playoffs, Tim, it all comes down to this. I didn't talk about it. Comes down to this: the what? New York Knicks. I can't see the Cavs. I can't see the Cavs losing at. I can't see them losing at home today. But I definitely could see them losing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like I'm going into this like very. I'm going into this very like hopelessly optimistic because it happens all the time. You know, they win game, then they go back. The undervalued team is in the lead, and then they go back to go on the road, and then they get whomped, and then they go back home, and then the series is over. So yeah. No, I don't Again, uh... that's just like a script thing, but I I'm excited. I'm I'm getting excited. You can feel it. You can feel it. I know I'm all the way in fucking <laughs> Albany, New York, but I can still feel it. You can feel it. Um you can feel it, man. The Knicks might win a fucking series and now there's a chance they could fucking get home court. <laughs> crazy. Um crazy. Crazy. What it comes down to today for me watching they the Cavs fan here. They I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but there's a legitimate shot here. Like, it's reminding Why me don't you of- worry about winning it today, man? Come on. <laughs> the Cavs didn't fucking lose yet. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, man. What I'm feeling is better three-point shooting today, and it starts with <laughs> – no, Isaac Okoro. No, you need. It to, starts with you need to Shetty Osmond. Yeah, you know what we also need to do? We need to fucking. I okay. It when, it, <laughs> like watching Mobley take these contested floater jumpers that are like just so inefficient for him that usually are efficient is just pissing me off. Figure that part out and stop getting manhandled down there. It's not. It's yeah. and it's it, it it's not anymore what I thought. And it's not Julius Randle like going crazy. You know, Mitchell, it's fucking Josh Hart. Figure it out. Put put a coro on him. Move him over because it's pissing me off. It's this guard that comes in and just takes away rebounds because of lackluster guard comeback play. I need to see if Mitchell's on him or Garland, I need to see you come back hard and at least contest the rebound because he's getting so many open fucking rebounds. It's pissing me off. Josh Hart is the greatest thing to ever happen to the Knicks. This is probably like... I've never seen a pl- a player at his position make such an impact on the gl- probably since Russell Westbrook when he would go yeah. off for triple doubles on a daily basis. It's he's so impactful on the glass. It's it's so struggling as a Cavs fan because they're not shooting the ball well. If they were shooting the three well, I on at this point I wouldn't care because games wouldn't be they wouldn't be this what they are. I think you're only, have- honestly your only hope right now is to play a Darius Garland because my God that third quarter I thought he was not going to miss. I thought that man. Was- 
is our best player. Can I? As much as I love Donovan Mitchell, and I, I understand his value as a scorer, <laughs> um, Darius Garland's our best player. Spreads the floor better. He's arguably no, okay, he's not a better shooter, <laughs> but he's he's very he's a, he's worse, but he's just as efficient. Um, and his mid-range game is unbelievable. Plus, he is like the crafty. I've never seen a guy so easily get to the rim. Like he's so, and when he does get to the rim, like it's so, like it's so crafty. He comes up with those yeah. like reverse floaters, and he's he's they got to stick to that game plan. Jared Allen has to step up big. He has to have at least thirteen rebounds tonight. Like they they got to play hard. They got to shoot the ball well. Let's figure it out. Fuck the Knicks because you're getting way too ahead of yourself. <laughs> I'll say this too. I mean, shout out to Tom Thibodeau. Because he yeah, he's doing did a great some, job. He did something I thought he would never do, ever. And it was sit Julius Randle for the rest yeah, of the game in I, a I was say, tight game. <laughs> because, um, oh my god! Like he would never do that. He would yeah. never do like. If you were to tell me he was going to be playing Deuce McBride in a must-win playoff game in order for them to go back to Cleveland with a 3-1 lead, I would not have believed you. And Deuce McBride actually... I wouldn't believe you either. Played some solid fucking minutes. He did. (laughs) solid minutes. Like, I'm beside myself with how well he's been coaching. I... Look, he's... He's been doing... Okay. He's been doing a good job coaching, making decent adjustments, right? But I really think it's your. I don't know what hat, what is in their water. They give him MJ secret stuff, but this is not the Knicks team that was playing in the regular season. This is not the same Knicks team. This is not. This is a de- team on a mission. They have come out with so much heart. They have grinded for every rebound. You grit and grind, baby. Yeah. Come on. And I just want to say one thing. I don't care how what kind of game RJ Barrett had. I don't give a fuck. That man sucks. <laughs> <laughs> RJ had a good bounce back yeah. two games. Reddish dropped 29 points one game. It doesn't mean he should be starting. <laughs> is no longer on the team. What are you even yeah, talking I'm just, about? I'm making an analogy. I'm just making an analogy. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're enough getting heated. Are, are the Lakers going to win the NBA final? <laughs> um, No, but they are 100% going to win this series. Not tonight, but definitely, definitely tomorrow. But I... I what? What is... This series is making me root for LeBron James. So badly. (laughs) Which is like, if you know me, like... Them boys eat, them boys eat. Dude, the 20 and 20? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, the 20 and 20. Like, I will say, like, I'm not... If you know me, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of LeBron, but, you know, he's one of those... You don't have to like him, but you don't... But you... You respect him. You respect him kind of guys. But this series is, like, making me, like, root for LeBron. Just because of how much I hate Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is this. <laughs> I I used to like this Memphis Grizzlies team. I absolutely hate them. <laughs> like, I despise it. And like Tim, that must be like hurtful for you to say that you hate for, former Oregon Duck Dylan Brooks. But yeah, I do. Like, I do have to say, Coach K was right about Dylan Brooks. No, clearly, he too good of a player to be doing that. Yeah, no, clearly. Um, good of a player to do that. I, you want to go back to last game and just talk about some guys that were absolutely phenomenal. Is Austin Reeves really the tr- like? Is he really? Austin, a- he's that guy. No, he is like the Caruso 
Oh, is he better than Caruso? Is he like a legitimate starting shooting guard in the NBA? And you know what? Like the crazy thing is, too. Austin Reeves is a free agent at the end of this year. That's what I'm saying. Like so somebody's he, gonna throw the bag at him. Someone's gonna throw the bag at him. Nick, <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was like, "Can the Cavs please?" <laughs> I want him. I, I want him so him. badly. Um, We're not gonna get him, but I, I mean, no, I, I, I would, I would, I wouldn't mind some Austin Reeves. But twenty and twenty, Jesus. Um, how about Jaron Jackson Jr.? Jesus, I mean, he's the defensive player of the year for the re- for reason. This man can block. But yeah, I think the Lakers get it done. Let's be honest. I think I think the Lakers get it done too. But like the thing that like drives me crazy. If did you watch the game on? Uh, I watched up until Monday. I watched up until the fourth quarter. Okay. Did you see the play with John Morant, like basically going up for like a layup? But you know how high he jumps, and he and LeBron took a charge, and he did. Yeah, like, he like tried to jump over him, and he landed yeah. on his hand. What are you so doing? <laughs> you got a broken hand. <laughs> what does he do? Like, I, I get like, I get like playing as hard as you can, but at the same time, you got to fucking like. Dude, he's la- he landed on him twice that game. I and so the what band, are you doing? The, the band, the charge, people, go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, the charge is a great basketball play. You running into me, bro? It's saying football. <laughs> yeah, like be fucking for real. Like, come on. Um, does the Miami Bucks, get it done tonight? We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it because Jimmy <laughs> does Butler, Miami get it done tonight? Jimmy, Jimmy Butler put up one of the greatest performances that we will see in the history of the, of the NBA playoffs. No, like legitimately, this guy's an no, absolute dog. I agree. This is. I don't think I've seen anything like it since since when. Uh, T.J. Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, T.J. <laughs> Warren. Yes, you're welcome. I, I think it's the <laughs> it's the highest scoring playoff performance in the NBA since Donovan Mitchell did it. I, and yeah, they probably I, lost that game too because it was in Utah. <laughs> when he was yeah, in Utah. Jesus, but he is on a mission right now. He is carrying this team without Tyler Hero. I without, he is on, uh, what's his name too. Uh, Udonis Haslam has played minutes, Oladipo. like managed minutes. Yeah, well, Oladipo's career is over. You want to talk about that? Yeah, that was him and Kawhi. I think really need to like, and it sucks to say Kawhi, but they really need to take a step back and just like evaluate what they're doing. I yeah. if you're gonna keep getting money, keep signing contracts, but like, I don't know. I, I they don't play. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really know about that either. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Butler is just putting on, th- this is bubble Jimmy. This is, this is the Jimmy Butler. No, literally, this, is, this is the guy who's about to be hanging over like the, the camera side thing with his head down when they're down over. This like, is the guy that's going to be quote unquote dribbling in his hotel room. Like, exactly. <laughs> this is the Jimmy Butler we know and love. Allegedly dribbling. This is the Jimmy Butler room. that beat the starters with the third strings. Like this is the guy who's going out yes. there putting his body on the line. And I know this is going to be a Bulls fans nightmare, but. There could possibly be a series of Tom Thibodeau coaching against uh, coaching against Jimmy Butler. Classic. And then it's my also, boy. Also, if you're a Bulls <laughs> fan, uh, Laurie Markkinen just won uh, most improved player. Also, if you're a Bulls fan, yeesh, man, what are you gonna yeesh. do? Yeah, <laughs> figure that out. I don't know about that one. Um, any other NBA? Oh, we could talk Kings Warriors. Yeah, and uh, Suns closed it out. That was close. Uh, Steph Curry calling a timeout when they had none left. Yeah, uh, I know Darren Fox is playing tonight. Darren Fox is playing tonight. 
also just funny story about the Warriors. Uh, apparently, Her- there's some uh, bad blood between Harrison Barnes and Draymond Green. Yeah, because... so I didn't get invited to the wedding. And then Richard Jefferson was like, <laughs> I even got one. <laughs> I forgot Richard Jefferson was on those teams. Yeah. Um, that's, how, that's how long it's been. Jesus. Yeah, I think actually tonight, I'm going to be honest with you, I really think the Kings win. I don't, I don't know if, if the Kings win this game. I think they win the series. But um, this has been a good one. I did not even it's, expect the Kings a... to get this far. I thought they would get like swept or something. No, I expected them to be could be this far, but I, I I'll be honest. I truly think that after I I really thought that if the Kings won one of those games on the road, it would go to max six games. It would maximum six games. But now that they split, now that the Kings won the first two at home, Warriors won the won the first two at won the next two at home. This is going to seven, like no hundred percent, and this is absolutely it's, going. It's, to seven and when it goes to seven, is is Sabonis going to drop twenty five? That's all. That's all I'm thinking that, of. If Sabonis can put up, yeah. if Sabonis puts up some points, they win. That's my oh, thing. Some baseball news. What? Robbie Ray out for the year. <sighs> Surgery to repair to repair a flexor tendon in his yeah. elbow. Well, now we're talking about baseball. Brian Reynolds, congratulations on the bag. You could have got uh, yeah. so much more in free agency. Should have just came to the Mets. Whatever. Pirates, are the, Pirates are the America's team right now. Yeah, they are. They literally are. I'm, I want McCutcheon to win MVP. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, well, like it's 2013. Like it's 2013. Yeah. Um, uh, closeout series. Yeah. Nuggets closed it out. What do we think of the Nuggets and the Suns? What, what do we think of the Nuggets and the Suns? Like... I think this is easily going to be the most entertaining series at the second round. I don't care what anyone says. The Knicks can, the Knicks and the possibly the Knicks and the Heat can put on like a freaking masterclass. Well, well, why don't we wait for that to happen, Stan? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't I don't really know, I don't know how to approach this because it's gonna be Aiton versus Jokic. I understand that, and he's gonna give him some problems, but not enough to really slow him down too much. Yeah, but at the same oh. time, you have to worry about if you're the nuggets yeah you have the you yeah you have an mvp candidate but at the same time you have to worry about kevin durant yeah devin booker chris paul chris paul and deandre and they're not they're not a great defensive team and if they're gonna put like michael porter jr on kd i don't he's gonna have like 45 so <laughs> yeah it won't be it won't be a pretty sight um but that being said like flip the script Nuggets give the ball to Michael Porter Jr. That man could go seven from eight from a three with like two rebounds, no assists, and they could win the game. So, yeah, he is the funny. He has the most my career stat lines in the NBA. Have you ever seen them? They're like all like 29 points, super efficient scoring. It's like 21 points, like three of four from three, like seven of seven of nine from the field, two rebounds, no assists. And it's just like, you're like, all right, nice, right. You know, nice game. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but there's a guy on TikTok. I'm going to send you a video of him later. He's a, the Michael Porter Jr. fan enthusiast, and he just all he makes videos. He's like another MPJ masterclass of twenty. Is like remember, um, and I know we hate to talk about like politics on the show, but do you remember when Michael Porter, when the uh, George Floyd shit happened, and was like, "Well, we need to pray for George Floyd. We need to pray for the families of the police officer." <laughs> That's what Michael Porter Jr. said. <laughs> yes, and everyone was like, I... "What the fuck are you talking about?" That, yeah. that one just like sticks that one just sticks with me i just thought it, i just thought it was funny no i know it, it, it it's it, it just sticks with me all right um best bets for the nba well, four ga- four game slate so what do- uh, i'm gonna stay away from the knicks Cavs. i'm gonna stay away from the heat bucks <laughs> i'm gonna go with 
Hmm. I didn't look at the props, but I honestly could see the Lakers getting it done tonight. And if they're getting it done tonight, Austin Reeves is going to have to have a big night. So I'm going to take his over on points. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm going to take his over on points. Um, I'm going to fade Jordan Poole. I'm also going to go with the prop. I'm going to go with his under in points, 17 and a half. Um, he didn't really play much in the second half, especially when he was starting and Draymond came off the bench. Um, he scored, he averaged 19 points a game in those last two home wins and then averaged only 10 points against Sacramento in Sacramento. Excuse me. So I, I like, I like the, under I think they're about to fly out some shorties out, you know, get some nice, some nice hot girl sh- uh, courtside. This man might drop 55. <laughs> wow. wow. They need to get some pretty women out there, bro. I don't know. No, I'm with you though. I'm with you. I, I think he's going to have a bad night. I don't, I don't like Jordan's pools game. I think he's a lot of, he's not, it's not that I don't like his game. I just don't think he, honestly, God, I don't think he fits well in Gold yeah. State. I, I think he needs his own like situation where he's a primary guy. Um, or even a second. I, you know what? Honestly, I don't know why I'm even saying like this, but second, like he's not. He's if he's not, in Charlotte with not, like Lamelo, yeah. that would be the most exciting team to watch. He's like a second option. Exactly. Exactly. He's they got to get a new. I All feel right. like he doesn't. He doesn't fit well in that scheme for me. Uh, that's what I see. Yeah. All right. To the NFL, Tim. Let's talk about it. Aaron Rodgers is officially, like officially official, officially a New York Jet. And it feels great. Feels great. Feels great. And <laughs> you know what? It, it's just, it's the stress, the weight, the monkey off the back. You just pick it up. Boom. Gone. Throw it. Uh, we got our quarterback. I honestly, I, I didn't even mind the trade. I know the condition. If you play 65% of the snaps, it turns into another first round pick, which, you know, it stinks. But we flipped picks this year. We gave him the second. Um. We got a franchise quarterback. That's that's yeah. what I look at this right now. It's yeah. it's you got exactly what you needed. I'm okay giving up those picks if we stay successful. I mean, so I, I wouldn't necessarily call him franchise, but like, well, you got a Hall of Fame. You all right? Fine. You got a Hall of Famer. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You have a bona fide Hall of Fame quarterback. Like yeah, there's there you go. There's there's it's not even it, yeah. It's, it's like it's literally given at this point. He's, you have a given. Hall of Fame, like nothing really could stop him being in the Hall of Fame unless like PEDs or something. Like, yeah, you have a Hall of exactly. Fame quarterback. Exactly. So, the Jets' odds fourteen to one to win the Super Bowl. Plus it's gonna be a tough challenge to win this division. Seven hundred um, to win the AFC Championship. It's it's gonna be tough to win the division. It, um, Bills got better. Miami got better. It's tough. It's gonna uh, be a bloodbath. Jalen Ramsey's in. Jalen Ramsey's now in Miami. It's they got all the weapons, so it's it's gonna be tough, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, but again, I think if you're a Jet fan, you don't care about what you gave up. <laughs> like, no, hundred, you don't give a fuck. You don't. It doesn't matter. That's not that's not what you were worried about. I've you were seen, worried about getting him. To to all the Jet fans I know personally, I have seen you guys suffer for the last what is it, ten, maybe even thirteen more. years. 14 years. 13. 13. This is is something they've wanted for a long time. They finally have a quarterback. You keep your first-round pick. So now possibilities are endless. You get a receiver. You bring an O-line. I would love an O-lineman, but I have a weird feeling they're going to go with receiver. And it's not – it's because of – well, I don't know. We'll see. Possibilities are endless right now. So we'll see. Big 
day tomorrow, big night tomorrow, excuse me. The NFL draft is tomorrow. Franchise altering picks. Franchise altering picks will be made. Again, I'm copying what exactly what you're saying, Tim. I need to stop that. It's okay. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, so we did our own mock drafts, one to 32. Should we just get started? Yeah, let's start. Why not? Let's just get started. All right, here we go. The number one overall pick is going to be Bryce Young. I I think that they've made it abundantly clear that Bryce Young is, that, that the Panthers have made it abundantly clear that Bryce Young is going to be the number one overall pick. Um, this guy's a, he's the best playmaker at quarterback. Y- yeah, we get it. He's short, all that. But at this point, I think he's the kind of person that really, you, if you're an offensive coordinator, you're giving him the keys to the offense and just letting him cook. I like, can't argue with that. <laughs> th- th- there's, n- there's no doubt about it. Good in the, po- good in structure. He's, when he, he's a dual threat. When he breaks out of the pocket, he's generational. He can throw on the run. He can even run the ball well. He's a generational talent. He's the only problem with him is how is the size. But we've seen so many quarterbacks his size really like do really well in this league. That's why Bryce Young is the bone of the, without without a doubt one one. No doubt. Tim, yeah. No, I, 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 I agree. No, I don't. Uh, I'm buying into the. <laughs> I think he should go one. I think oh. he should go one. Um, do I have Damn. him going one? No, I'm Damn. buying heavy oh. into the hive. <laughs> oh. Carolina's gonna regret this pick for a no, while. Do not, say, do not do not say you believe that fucking Reddit post about Will Levis. I can't not believe it. I have. <laughs> oh, I am believing Will that Levis is going one. So Too much brilliant. murmur. Much murmur. I can't. So many better options. I'm going. I can't. My and it's just it may be because one of my housemates is a Carolina Panther fan, and I want to see him like you know suffer. suffer. But uh, I'm gonna go and take him with one. I think he's he's where I'm going with one. That spins me to my two because this is where I take Young at two. Uh, he's the best quarterback in the draft. Texans really need it. Good for them. But yeah, no, not a good pick for the Panthers. No. Oh my God. All right. I have I'm buying into the hype. He warned me that this was going to be like crazy, like his draft was just going to be crazy. And my it is. God. It, 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 I need to do another one because this one's a mess. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! All right, my number two, another Alabama player, Will Anderson. Very productive three-year career at Alabama. Picked up two hundred and seven career pressures at Alabama. That's something that defensive coaches. That that's basically one of the main stats for defensive linemen. I think his role, I think he's going to shine under this D'Amico Ryan system that helped build guys like Nick Bosa, that helped, you know, build to how feared this San Francisco defense really is. I mean, something that he can improve on is definitely, I, I know he's fearable, but he doesn't really, he doesn't really like, he's not like a technical pass rusher. He no, I know what really you mean. Have like the moves to like he's an athlete. Bacon. He's an at, like he needs to like find some like agility to, because you know college offensive linemen are a hell of a lot different than NFL offensive linemen. And totally, agree. I, do I think that he's going to be a talented player in this league? Absolutely, I do. But 
you know, he can play on every down too. You can set him up at linebacker. You can set, you can play him and drop coverage. He's again, an athlete, an athlete. He's a generational talent. Um, so you said you're two. Yeah. Uh, who's your three then? Because this is, a. Uh, I'm going with uh, Jalen Carter. Yeah, I go with Jalen Carter too. I think this is the yeah. perfect fit for them. They need the defense. They need the uh, D line help. He's the guy. Yeah, they need the D line help. He's one of the most versatile offense. He's one of, if not the best athlete in this draft. No, no, I, I 100% agree with you. He's yeah, an absolute he, dog. I mean, there's like nothing really for him. Like, he doesn't really have like a weakness. Like, that's what's so crazy. Like, his draft style, like, obviously, you know, with the whole, you know, with the uh, racing incident back in January, and he was a suspect for it. But this is something that I think the Cardinals definitely with, you know, first year GM, first year head coach, this is definitely, this pick is definitely something that they can build on. And uh, yeah, Jalen Carter. No, I 100% agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Next up. Shit, I just lost it. Oh, fuck. Next up at number four, going to the Colts, I have Will Levis. Tim's number one. I have Will Levis. I mean, he can throw the ball well. Do I think he's more of a more fundamentally sound quarterback? No. But the Colts did say that, you know, the Colts basically said that Will's their guy and they're not going to take Stroud. So, no, that's what I heard. Um, I have actually Anthony Richardson going here. Uh, you oh. move him down the line. Uh, I know they're huge. They're high on Will, but I got him going one. So Richardson yeah, and four you're higher place, but... on Will. All right, <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, number shit. I'm fucking up again. Number five. I have. Oh, I have C.J. Stroud. I think he's going to Seattle too. So keep in mind of that. I think that if he learns under Geno Smith for like a year. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. With the way Seattle performed, I think they'd look pretty good. I I think they look pretty good. He's one of the best pocket passers out of all the quarterbacks in this draft. I think, and keep in mind too, look at how well he did against Georgia in, in the semifinal game. That's a that's an that's an NFL defense. Yeah, no, it and is. He hung and he hung forty one on them. They were like literally, a, or no, forty three. I'm sorry, they hung forty three on them, and that's, I, not an and, easy uh, thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do against a Georgia team that was touted to be one of the best defenses that that could literally go toe to toe with some NFL offenses. So one of the most accurate accurate quarterbacks, one of the most one of the best pocket passers in this draft. My only problem with him is how well he does under pressure because he's dealt with having like a good offensive line. Seattle doesn't really have that great of an offensive line. So it'll be, it'll definitely be an adjustment, but I think he'll be able to handle it. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. It's going to take a while, but I like CJ Stroud going to the Seahawks. Tim, Where's your number five? I actually have Will Anderson Scary. Jr. here. Um, Will uh, Anderson Jr. goes here. Yeah, uh, generational talent. He's the guy on the board for them. Uh, he just—it's—it's it's the guy you take. He's the best guy on the board. 
fits their fits what they need, you go and get them. <laughs> All right, going sixth to the Detroit Lions. I have, if I can find him, did he just like disappear on me on my board? I, I have Christian Gonzalez. Uh, I think he's the best cornerback in the draft. Um, they I need secondary see. help. Yeah, obviously. You probably have Witherspoon there, but I think I he's the best. Have, I do have Witherspoon there. And do you have, <laughs> do you have Gonzalez? Gonzalez? Yeah, so I have it flipped. Um, <laughs> but enough said. These are the two best in the draft. Yeah. Uh, I think you're getting, with both of them, quality cornerback play. It really, think, you can't go wrong yeah, here. Yeah, You can't go wrong here. I think that I'll talk about the improvements, that what they need to improve on. Devin Witherspoon committed a lot of penalties, although not like a lot, but it's a very minor, minor improvement. But his play style, definitely not a penalty in college, but it can definitely be a penalty in the NFL. Definitely a lot of like illegal contact penalties. He already he had six penalties in 2022, five in 2021 in those seasons at Illinois. But still, I really like Devin Witherspoon here. And for Christian Gonzalez, I have them going to the Raiders. Um, he's a very versatile cornerback. He can move a lot. He's he has a great combination size he has smooth hips he he also makes it look like it's very he also makes it look like he's like not even trying like it's easy it's it's like it's something easy very easy easy i think that honestly with how good gonzalez is i think that his thing on improvement is just to play with an edge and just play his game like i I I don't think you're wrong i really think that he's he can. He's going to have a very bright future in this league. I. I feel. I think he's going to. Hundred percent. He's going to be a. Not, I no, I agree. As altering, but I think that like he's a good stepping stone to what teams are trying to build on. Because yeah, I, that's it with sauce. Yeah, and I think it's. I think it's really for both of these guys are kind of the same thing. Um, you're getting good secondary help from both of yeah. them. <laughs> so it doesn't. You can't go wrong here. And I know at eight we probably have the same guy. So. Pretty sure. Like you tell me. I I know I know we do not have the same guy because I tell have me. Tyree Wilson. I going, do not. Yeah, <laughs> you were not even close. I, I have Bijan. Oh, you have Bijan. Okay. Um, I have Tyree Wilson going to the Falcons. A lot of teams are high on him. A lot of teams are a lot of very high on him. He's a very versatile defensive lineman. He's got a very long wingspan that makes it very easy for him to evade defensive evade the offensive lineman my only improvement on him is just his he just needs to have like a consistent technique because it felt like watching his film it felt a lot like he was trying to do like different moves like yeah he'd get past him but that just wouldn't work in the nfl he doesn't really have like a consistent like go-to rush move but i i think he'll have a future I no, I hundred percent. I hundred percent think you will. Think yeah, I think I think he's fine. This class is very talented. So a lot of very talented. Um, who do you have a nine? Number nine. This is a need. This is a need for the Bears, and they're going to get a great offensive lineman in Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. Um, mm. He's a very versatile offensive lineman. I, I mean, tackle is a very desperate need for the Bears, especially with who their quarterback is and he runs a lot where he, where he shines are is his use of hands. I mean, his hand usage is one of the has been measured as one of the best, uh, best in this draft class. And again, I don't really think that there's really much to improve on here. 
No, I think he's a he's a great, and I wrestled with nine and ten completely. Um, I have Peter Skarinski actually going ten. I have Darnell Wright here at nine. I'm high on Darnell Wright. I think he's I think he kind of fits what they need. I I, I don't think you go wrong with either of them. I don't think he's even on my. He might not. I'm high on him. Um, yeah, he's not on my. Uh, it's a tough game. board for you, Stan. I have Skarinski <laughs> going ten. Um, all right, all right. But Darnell Wright going nine. I'm high on Darnell Wright. I think he's he could fit that tackle position they need, and uh, he's the guy for them. So I'm taking him at nine. All right, going uh, ten to the Eagles, much to my dismay, is Bijan Robinson. I, I mean, he's one of, if not the, he's the best running back in this draft class, no doubt. He's not even already close. he's already like a top ten running back in some fantasy rankings right now, and he hasn't even played a snap in. He hasn't even been drafted. He like that's how high people are on him. He's going to be the feat if he does get drafted by the Eagles. I think that it's going to be similar to a Kenneth Ken Walker situation where, you know, the where the original plan was, you know, they were going to have Rashad Penny get most of the carries in the beginning and then, you know, ease Kenny in, Kenneth in a little bit. And then Rashad Penny breaks his ankle and then Kenneth <laughs> Walker becomes that feature back. Do I think Rashad Penny breaks his ankle again? No, but no. I think they're going to ease him. They're going to ease him in as the feature back. Because they only had Penny for like the one year deal, if I'm not mistaken, right? The yeah. Eagles? Okay. I believe. So I think so. His only improvement, I mean, something that he can improve on definitely is his fumbles. I mean, it wasn't really that much, but I mean, six fumbles in 539 carries last year. That's not good. That's, yeah, that's not. It's uh, like Daniel Jones good. numbers. No, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I really think this is gonna be this is gonna be a good this is gonna be a good thing for the Eagles. I, I oh, this fucking reigning NFC champion champion's yeah. gonna get top ten pick. Fuck you, Saints. Fuck you. Yeah, it's ass. Um, who do you have going eleven? Uh, I have Paris Johnson out of uh, the Ohio State University. Uh, I think tackle is also a big need for the Titans. Um, he yielded all of 14 pressures on 449 pass blocking attempts. He's six foot six, 310 pounds. He can honestly play guard. Like he ticks all like, I, I'm sorry. I no, he can't. I'm thinking of somebody else, but he's one of the most physical offensive linemen in, in, in this draft. I mean, you can also, you can also flip him over to right. That's what I meant. You can flip him over to right tackle. So either on the left or the right side, he's effective. Um, improvement. While we talked about Skaronsky having good hand usage, Paris Johnson did not really have good hand usage. Um, face mask, face mask, face yeah, mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I think he'll, I mean, will he, will it be a good look? because you know Tennessee a lot of people aren't that high on Tennessee this year especially after uh what the oh, Jaguars did to win that division <laughs> but I really like uh oh I really like uh Paris Johnson here all right next yeah. up I why well, I, I think at 11 they're they're gonna roll with Zay Flowers I think they need the wide receiver help um okay I'm really high in this his kid from BC he had a sick pro day everyone else seems to love him too so I think he's the first one off the board, and I, I think this is what they need. They, you know, you lose, you lose a guy to the Eagles. Like, uh, oh, I'm literally gonna kill myself. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Spit it for me. Beyond Robinson? No, 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 no. Oh, oh my oh, god, you took? 
Yeah, AJ Brown. He was AJ Brown of the AJ Eagles. Yeah, couldn't even think of that name. It was pissing me off. <laughs> you need a receiver. The receiving core was terrible last year. You bring in a guy like Zay Flowers, completely turn them around. So I'm going to take him at 11. Okay. Uh, next up, I have Jackson Smith and Jegba. So do I. <laughs> going to the te- going to the Texans, but now we just got. I just got an alert saying that the Texans are shopping the 12th pick. I so, just saw that too, but I'm gonna still. I have him at 12 still. Yeah. Uh, the Jet, not the Jets. Uh, the Packers. I have them getting Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Tight ends a need. They badly need a tight end. Uh, they lost Robert Tunyon to Chicago. Um, it seemed like the consensus pick was Mike My- um, Mike Meyer, but it seems like Meyer has gone down and Kincaid has gone up. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I, I feel that too. I, I Meyer, I actually at one point had going 13. Um but he he's going to take a step back. I think listen, if if JSN falls to the Jets, snatch that man because that would be amazing. But uh, he's not and he's going to be a good receiver for them and I think from in my draft at least Bryce Young gets his guy. Okay. Um to so the Patriots I have Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. I think this guy this kid's going to be a great uh pass rusher. I honestly he could be up there with the all-time greats for the Patriots. You think Rob Ninkovich you also think of uh, Lucas Van Ness. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be great. Wait, we have fourteen or thirteen? Fourteen. All right. Well, thirteen. I had because I fucked oh. up. <laughs> I fucked up. I put Tyree Wilson there because I forgot about him. So ignore that. Uh, <laughs> fourteen. At fourteen, I have Broderick Jones. They they need some. He's a big boy, and <laughs> they could use some offensive tackle help. So I, I'm taking him with fourteen. So the Jets, I actually have Broderick Jones. I, I think, like that pick. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a fit. Definitely a fit that the Jets need. Tim, 15? I went off the rails here. I actually put Jordan Addison going to the Jets. Um, just, it. yeah, I see it too. It's, it's just... It's it, a reach, but it, it's, it can, it's, such it can it's such a Jets pick. It's such a Jets pick. It's a reach, like, but it can pay off. Yeah, I know. But I do have Jordan Addison going 15. Do I realistically think he'll end up going here? Yeah. Do I want him going there? Not really. I honestly think I, we need another line. I, I would badly get Jordan Addison. I just think he's well. You got to pick a lot further down, but he's yeah. he's he's, he's going to be a good guy. Yeah. Um, sixteen. The Washington Commanders left hand up. I got uh, Deontay Banks, quarterback, cornerback out of Maryland. That's crazy. I have him at seventeen. Seventeen. I have Joey Porter going to the Steelers. Joey Porter Jr. going to the Steelers. I don't actually hit. What the fuck? I got him going eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who do? You, where do you have Dalton Kincaid? Dalton Kincaid. I have him uh, thirteen to the. Oh, you did. Yeah, I have a nineteen. Yeah. Okay, dude. I was just wondering. All right. All right. Cool. All right. I'm losing my mind a little bit here. Um, eighteen. I have Kalijah Kansi to the Lions. It's definitely a need. Defense is just a need. The Lions have for them. Yeah, obviously. Like it's you're like you know that like meme of uh fucking uh the knicks when they were picking and like on like the bottom board it was like what's their need and it was everything yeah it's, <laughs> like, exactly it, it, it's it like that just be like the lions need defense like exactly no i can't even it. see them taking emmanuel forbes yeah uh 19 get ready for this one's my crazy one 19 i have anthony richardson's at the box that's crazy um mine's a little bit more crazy the next pick if you actually want to hear about that Okay. Uh, 20. Uh, CJ Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I buying guess, into it. 
I see him but, going five, not twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I have him going twenty. <laughs> um, I'm buying into this like crazy hunt. I don't know what it is, but these all these Reddit pages have just got me going. And maybe just come fired up for the draft. But I just <laughs> I have all these crazy things happening. So I got CJ Stroud at twenty. Okay, whatever. Um, twenty. I have Nolan Smith, like a normal person. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. Nolan- Nolan Smith uh, from Georgia, the edge rusher. At 21, I have Zay Flowers from Boston College. Uh, Michael Meyer. 22, I have Jordan Addison from SC. It's a good pick. I have Deontay Banks. 23. This is also a crazy one. Hendon Hooker. I also have Hendon Hooker as well. (laughs) I I think that this is going – I think Hendon Hooker is going to be the Kirk Cousins replacement. 100%. They're going to have him sit a couple years. And then jump in. Yeah, then have him jump in. 24, and Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Uh, I have Nolan Smith going here at 24. 25, I have Quentin Johnson. Me Dude, too. Oh, gee, man. Quentin Johnson going 25. 25. 26. <laughs> the white tight end continu- trend continues for the Dallas Cowboys. They get Michael Meyer, and he haunts my dreams. Yeah, he should. Uh, I twenty six. I have Jamari Gibbs. That's what I'm going to take there. And the game, Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs, whatever. They need a running back. They got Gibbs. They're going to take Gibbs if he's still on the board. Argue, second best back in the draft. So they're going to go after him. That's a good pick. Um, twenty seven. I have the Bills taking Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State. Jack Campbell from Iowa. Uh, twenty eight. I have the Bengals getting DJ Turner, cornerback from Michigan. That's a good pick. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., cornerback from Penn State. Oh, you have him going late. Yeah, I do have him going real late. Damn. Uh, the Saints, this is originally the Niners. Uh, no, this was the pick they traded. This So this was originally. <laughs> so this originally, was, originally. Okay. This was San Francisco's pick. Then San Francisco traded that pick. To, to Miami, to Denver. To Miami to get Trey Lance. <laughs> Miami traded it to Denver so they could get Bradley Chubb. On my hands in front of the camera. And then and New Orleans Miami, got it just to get it Lucas Van Ness. <laughs> New Orleans got it just to get Osiris Torrance from Florida. Uh, it's crazy. I have actually him going 31st to Kansas City. Going 31st. Uh, 30th, uh, the Eagles, I have them getting Maisie Smith, defensive interior from Michigan. Uh, Miles Murphy, edge rusher, Clemson. Last but not least, I have Chiefs getting an edge rusher. Will McDonald, the sixth. Out this is going to be a crazy draft. Out of Iowa State. Very good edge rusher. And like what I see. Um, All right. Do a quick what I saw and we're out of here. Yeah. Tim, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, I Honestly, I don't really know. I've just been watching sports. <laughs> sports. That's what I saw. I saw sports. Exactly. That's what I saw. That's no, there's literally. Um, I listen. I've been shuffling through Mac DeMarco's like 200 song album, all like wishy washy jibber jabber. It's all just ugh. It's like it's not ugh, but it's uh just a bunch <laughs> of like random stuff he made. He just released it. Uh, so I've just been throwing through that. All right. Uh, my what I saw is Morgan Wallen. You saw him um, in concert? No, but did you hear what happened? So no. he uh performed a weekend stretch at Ole Miss, and uh, the first show went pretty well. And then the second show, he had to cancel. Oh, he was too drunk, right? He had to cancel from what he claimed was voice issues, and then a security guard said that he was too drunk for it. Yeah, shocker. 
hilarious. And then someone put like, oh my god. I saw a TikTok like some little girl was crying. I saw one where it was like some woman was like, Morgan Wallen should pay for everything I spent for in preparation for this concert. And then it it was the most like ludicrous shit. I think it was like I know one was like eating at like like what they got at like fucking like Cracker Barrel or like Long John Silver or some shit like that. Oh, the fish. Yeah, I don't I don't know something like I have to I have to find. Just send it to me later. (laughs) No, because then I have to because I'm not going to because I'm gonna forget. Just send it to me um, after. Stan, I've been holding in a piss for like oh, he- 20 minutes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Morgan Wallen, since you're offering refunds, here's our itemized bill for you. Hotel, 560 bucks. Two tanks of gas, 80 bucks. Four tickets, $1,600. My outfit, $120. My husband's outfit, $218. Oxford Grill House, $235. Damn, dinner? <laughs> Cr- Cracker Barrel, $40. Low... Los Parillos, I guess that's like a local Mexican restaurant, $45. That's crazy. <laughs> the Ole Miss bookstore, which is called Rebel Rags, because we wouldn't have had the opportunity to go had it not been for this concert, $629. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Who is spending $600 at the Ole Miss bookstore? Well, I guess not she me. is, but not me. Uh, drinks at the concert, $220. Morgan Wallen merch, $235. For a grand total of $3,982, she dropped her cash app and she expected a refund and then said, my husband has gone has gone with me to two concerts ever in the 17 years that we've been together. Somehow I talked him into this one and this shit happens. I saw him for free and hated it, so. <laughs> you went for free. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't even like his music, regardless. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Like our videos on YouTube. Be sure to follow us and rate us. Five stars. Five stars. Tim's about to pee his pants. All right. Peace out, guys. <laughs> I will see you.